says in 1 Corinthians, in a race everybody runs, but only one wins first prize. So run your race in such a way as to win. Great leadership, belief, accountability, heart, genuine love and appreciation for one another with great chemistry. I believe it was George Washington Carver who said, when you do the common things in life in an uncommon way, you will command the attention of the world. It's not the big things, it's the little things. We're gonna do the common things in an uncommon way, and when we do that, we will command the attention of the world. Life is truly about how we live between the moments. That's really what it comes down to. It's all about how we live between the moment. It's just doing the little things in a great way. It's the daily focus and purpose and commitment and attitude that you choose to embrace every single day between those moments. That's what we're all gonna be defined by. To take those core values, take them with you. Continue to do the common things in your life in an uncommon way. Continue to be all in. Continue to apply best as the standard in everything you do. Be a person of excellence in everything you do as a worker, as a husband, as a father, everything that you choose to do, put your heart into it. When you put your heart into something, you can make up that little extra, that little extra, because you go a little bit above and beyond. So my prayer is that you guys will take this with you. And most of all, that you keep that windshield mentality, because no matter what's behind us, good or bad in the rearview mirror, it's always about what's next, and the best truly is yet to come. Thunder, feel the thunder. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour, and we are rolling. Thank you for being here. Osama bin Nagin, and <laughs> I just I just love saying that. And uh, Ash Brown Hero, they're your interns for today. They will uh, combo TV as well as radio, and call screening show prep the whole nine yards they will uh, be with us today so if you call 866 we be big and we hope that you do to help produce this hour hash brown hero will answer the phones right now Simon been noggin he's got uh, youtube live in hd helping adler today get things rolling don't forget be checking uh, the daily documentaries uh, they will be released normally it's around dinner time uh, adler works all day long and they're uh, they're really really good, and so uh, be be make make sure you get the notifications for that, so uh, you know when they hit uh, at uh, Rick and Bubba on Twitter, and uh, check us out on Facebook and other things. Uh, they will all hit uh, around dinner time, I guess, each and every day. Willamette could spin at any point, uh, and today is a special day. Buffalo Wild Wings. Tim Spencer and the crew yep. will be here bringing food and another charity charge check. This one, I mean, record setting. $5,100 going Look to Toys out. for Tots. And so uh, that is a, that's a big check and the largest we've written so far. We'll also announce uh, Monday's charity charge, which is Provision Ministries, and we'll talk a little bit more about that today. So you've got check presentation and food today, charity charge coming up Monday, December the 9th at Participating Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, let's bring them in. Sitting over my left is Mr. Greg Burgess. Right in front of him is Michael Hams. What's up, boys? What How up, are y'all? What up? How are y'all today, sirs? Good. Sirs. Good. Fired up. 
Fired up, ready to go? Yeah, that change. I mean, you know, got a Buffalo Wild Wings is going to be here. Yeah. It's going to be tough for me if I'm trying to do better. That's fine, though. I'll work through it. Yeah. And I'll work through it with some Asian zing like you've never seen. That's right. You know, just. Oh, yeah. Really, I'm doing better here lately than I am other places. I've got a uh, Terry. My battle's not here. I, yeah, by the way. yeah. That's My what, battle is when we leave here. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, and, that, and that's, that's and and I don't know. Look, I don't know why you would think it would be here. People do make that assumption. Yeah, uh, it may be because Bubba sits there and eats all day, and there's un, there's mm-hmm. unlimited food. I don't know, but right. my battle's not here. Yeah, uh, you know it comes and goes here, no. but a lot of times I can battle through it. But like today, I can't. Yeah. Today I, I'm going to go. Okay, well, so these other meals throughout the day, I got to do better because here today, yeah. um, when that buffalo wild wings is thrown down on that table in there, it's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough. What you but got that's, there? That's here today. It's just toys for tots. How about that? Uh, and the crew is going to be here today. And uh, Captain Walter Williams, Fourth uh, Marine Division. The Marines will be here, so we all need to be sitting up straight. The Marines will be here in a little over an hour. Yes, sir. So be careful. Yes, sir. Yeah. Be careful and and watch where you're stepping. I, <laughs> I wonder if they like a few good men. You know my favorite movie. Yes, yeah, good. One. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> you can't have um, provisioned ministries, Greg. That's our next uh, That's right. charity charge and. Um, I think Kyle Foshi, the president and founder of Provision Ministries, uh, he's got a really cool story, and that's the next uh, charity that will benefit from the charity charge. That's right. Next Monday. Kyle's a good guy. I know him well. Yeah. And, uh, like I say, it's an interesting deal there, yeah. and it's, it's really helpful for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a great good. concept, and, a, and it's another great ministry that's doing great work. Uh, and uh, they, they have a no-cost financial coaching organization based in Birmingham, Alabama. And we'll tell you more about that, but that's uh, the uh, charity benefiting uh, the next say, charity charge. Did you say financial coaching? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me no. see his number. I need to get him. Call my <laughs> wife, especially during this time of year. Amen, bro. Just hand it over. Yeah. It's almost like it's, this isn't fair. You know, I, I was thinking, you know, this is what people need to, you know, once they're having buyer's remorse in January. Uh, you know, right now in the buying season, it's almost like not fair to hear this, yeah. but yeah. – um, but but when he comes in in January to receive December's check, then he can tell us all about what we've done yeah. over Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and so there's yeah. that. Yeah. Um, now it's, the packages have started ri- yeah. arriving at the house. Oh, oh and yeah. I asked it's him, unbelievable. I asked Amanda yesterday. I said, "What is our, What's your plan for the packages? I need to know because they're arriving, mm-hmm. and some of them are arriving like in the box that they came in. They're yeah. not wrapped up. You you can tell what it is. <laughs> like, what's the plan here? And then she starts putting them in a place that I know is not going to work. Like, it's not going to work there. They go in there. They walk <laughs> right, in there all right. the time. You can't put them there. Like, we got to have a plan here. Uh, now, if we just want to start giving it to them now, that's yeah, fine. Right. But th- that's what you're doing. Yeah. And, hey, the emails. I get the emails. I, I Hey, this order has arrived. This order is shipped. This order has been placed. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. what in the world yeah. is going on? Yeah. And Update. It, right. Golly. Tracking. Yeah, I uh, I asked Terry. You think we've got twenty kids, right? <laughs> uh, I asked Terry the other day what some of this was for, and she she just mumbled something. I know, it's like they don't want to talk to you like, during you, this time. What, what's up? You know, um, I'm sitting here looking at the twelve working days of Christmas. Ten of them here are listed. Uh, uh, Santa's little helper, uh, Elf Bubba, uh, is been busy gathering these gifts. And right now, what what I've totaled up on this wall. Yeah, is over forty one hundred dollars worth of gifts, and we still have two uh, to get. But that starts tomorrow. So and, um, what you're telling me is, when you add it all up, 
the two that are not included, you're looking at a value of about five grand right there. And then in his pocket there or wherever yeah. he's got the yeah, other two. Yeah, yeah, right, right hey, now that's that's, time. that's that's Woo! the price on that wall right there. Yeah, and so can you get uh, that any bigger so I can see it. <laughs> I know. I, like, that I need that. You do you really? Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, we you can, know, you know, if you had an iPhone, know. you can. No, do that. I can do it. This one does it too. It's not yeah. like it's not groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go over the the. have uh, been the, doing that for years. The list here. Y'all act like the droid don't know how to do anything. Well, you just don't know how to do anything with the droid. Is when you touch it. And see, here's the thing. The way you work, it's like it's hot. Here's the thing, Greg. If you had an iPhone in in the next commercial break, we could resolve that issue for you. But we don't know how to work those phones, and you don't either. Yeah, you know, you officially are getting older when you have to enlarge the font yeah, on your phone. And it was something that really hurt, but I'm like, I got to do it. <laughs> I mean, I just got to. I had to do it on my text messages. <laughs> yeah. I had to make it bigger so I could see it. Uh, so, uh, I just grab screen, didn't it? Yeah, oh, look That's at you. Hard. Look at you. Uh, I know how I to, I know, did it. I know how to pinch. Hey, I know how look to at pinch. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, they'll oh, go minute, over the they'll go over the list list today, and not included in that total, and that's just the retail total. Pradco Outdoors is throwing in. Pradco. Oh, so it is a value. A Pradco, over five grand. Yeah. a Pradco happy uh, each and every day, and will be sent right to your door. So bring it, Ashley Moultrie or ooh, Robertson, uh, and uh, is is helping. Oh, with you that. didn't know Andrew actually took her name. <laughs> yeah, he that's right. <laughs> he should. I just had a habit. Um, and so uh, we got a lot to break down, a lot to discuss. It's a big week, and we're excited to have you with us. And uh, it is officially Christmas season. You about, excited? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm too. You excited? Yeah. Look uh, at all that. Oh yeah. Look at it. Uh huh. And we've even Look got we got live performances scheduled next week as well from three on a string and active Congress in here. Yeah. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't stop 21 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour, and we are here, ready to go, fired up for today. Buffalo Wild Wings will bring another charity charge check uh, to uh, Toys for Tots today for $5,100. Uh, and we're excited about that. Also excited about the great food from Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, the next charity charge is next Monday, December the 9th, benefiting Provisioned Ministries. ProvisionedMinistries.com is their website, and we'll be telling you more about that great ministry. Um, so last night, I missed it completely. I just had to read the follow-up articles uh, about the college football playoff rankings for this week. It'll be the last rankings of the regular season, and uh, no real surprises here when it comes to the top four really what we thought, uh, it's Ohio State and LSU. It, th- there was conversation on will they flip back or will they stay where they're at, uh, but they have stayed where they're at, those two have at least. Ohio State, LSU, then there's Clemson again, and then Georgia, uh, that is the top four with Utah and Oklahoma uh, on the outside looking in, uh, and then Baylor as well. So no real, um, no, no real surprises. Alabama did drop a lot after losing to Auburn. Uh, and that means um, the Crimson Tide will not only miss the playoff for the first time in si- the six-year history, but it won't even play in a major bowl. Uh, and um, that's that's bizarro uh, to say the least. Uh, but um, 
I think 11 and 12 ought to just tee it up again. I I, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, completely. Birmingham Bowl. Yeah. See, that'd be a great, great lady like yeah, they used fantastic. to. No throwback. Used to play there every year. Or if you wanted to do it away from here um, in the sunshine, go to Orlando. Yeah. 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 Just just figure out something. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. How about this? The last you know, time. They don't do that, but it would They're be not. They're, yeah. No way they No two do teams that. from one conference are going to play each other in the bowl. But no, in yeah. this particular case, boy, that would be Woo. a highly watched. Ratings monster. Yes. How about the last time Alabama played in something other than a New Year's Six or BCS Bowl was after the uh, 2010 season? I mean, it's been a, it's been a minute. That's pretty. That's, um, that's amazing. That's, it really is. Uh, you know what Alabama fans yeah. are feeling this week? What everybody else in the country normally does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's get, what they're you're getting numb to. But yeah. which is good. I mean, that, that's their standard. I mean, if yeah, we don't win the top yeah. four, I mean, we we consider it a failure. That's good. Yeah. When you're at that point, that's a good thing. They yeah. can finally relate to the rest of the world. Yeah, it's uh, it, it shows they're human. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. Um, but so if it ended today, how does this sound? Ohio State and Georgia and LSU and Clemson. Yeah, that, that would be your game. Uh, but now we got championship Saturday coming up, so a lot of that could change. I don't know; it might not. Uh, but I do know that something's going to change with LSU and Georgia because they play each other. Yeah. So <laughs> if if Georgia wins, I, I would assume, and I don't know this to be true, but Possible would they, would they go? go. To, would they go to three and LSU go to four, or would they jump to two and Clemson stay at three and LSU move to four? I don't, I don't know. think. I honestly, I because I because when you look at everybody else, I feel like if the top three can lose and they're still in, I think the fourth spot is. I think the top three is in. I really do believe that. Even saying that with Clemson, I Georgia wins, they're in and LSU's in. I don't the. I don't know. I don't know about Utah, Oklahoma, Baylor. I don't know how you hash that out. I don't either. Yeah, I don't either. And and like I said, I, I did not know this until um, Fox News put out a story. They broke down uh, Utah, Oklahoma, and Baylor's schedule. Uh, Utah eleven and one, Oklahoma eleven and one, Baylor eleven and one. Utah victories against college football ranked teams zero. Victories against five hundred or better uh, FBS teams five. Victories against eight win teams or more zero. And I thought, to be well, honest with you, I thought their schedule was stronger than the Big 12s, but Oklahoma has played two college football-ranked teams, five with 500 or better, and three with eight wins or more. And Baylor has played one college football-ranked team. Uh, they've played four uh, FBS teams with 500 or better and have played two eight-win uh, or more teams. So if you look at it, Oklahoma has the strongest <laughs> schedule, followed by Baylor, then Utah. But based on that, I don't understand why the committee would put them. I don't know why they would put Utah five if that's either. true. Yeah, and it tells me that if if Utah takes care of business, they're in. Otherwise, yeah. you would have flipped that. Yeah. If you that felt like five. Oklahoma was better than Utah, they'd be there now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm I'm with you on that. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That's just um, the numbers here that that we're looking at, but. Uh, we'll see how it plays out Saturday. You've got a lot of good games. You got Ohio State playing Wisconsin, LSU playing Georgia, Clemson playing Virginia, uh, Utah playing Oregon, Oklahoma playing Baylor. <laughs> it looks like a lot of fun, yeah, uh, right there. Yeah, it uh, is. So it'll a lot rematch play out. Oklahoma and Baylor. Yeah, yeah, right exactly. All right, so we don't have any kind of. Well, I mean, we really don't have any allegiance in this thing. 
Um, if you had to pick one team today mm-hmm. that you want to pull for to win this thing, who is it? Probably you can give me two teams. If you I'll want pull to. for LSU or Clemson. Yeah, I was, I was I was thinking LSU first, and then um, possibly Clemson. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about Ohio State that I can't like. I, I don't know. They've never done anything no, to me. I, mean, they, I, don't I don't know what it is. Them. I don't have a clue. I don't know if it's just. To be honest, it'll be fun because I don't care at all who yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah. And I just hope the games are good. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking forward well, to Well, it was funny you said that because uh, when I was sitting there watching the Iron Bowl and, you know, um, the Egg Bowl, the Egg Bowl had, had – it was long gone. It had been played Thanksgiving night. The dog we, took a leak. Right. And uh, cost Luke the job. But anyway yeah, – that's, um, that's amazing. It really is. Uh and so we're just sitting there, and Terry looked over at me and the, while we were watching the Iron Bowl, and she said, could you believe if we were invested in this and we really cared who won? Whoa, I mean, I was, just watching, I was just watching great football. She said, can you, can you imagine how nervous and how much of a wreck we'd be? Oh, yeah, I bet there were people just in knots. Yeah, yeah there, there were things happening in the game, and I'm like, you see how calm it is in here right now? Imagine oh, other places how, how people are yeah. <laughs> so emotional. Yeah. There's an emotional wreck. Yeah. You know, highs, lows. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, everybody's releasing the videos of filming people watching it. <laughs> yeah, and going yeah. crazy. Yeah, Ju- jumping around, knocking things over, and then, you know, 10 seconds later, you're throwing something. Yeah. Can't believe it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it had everything. Absolutely everything. It did. It did. Right. <laughs> so uh, that's that. And college football playoff last regular season ranking has uh, is out. But uh, this coming Saturday, uh, championship Saturday will really say a lot. Do you think anything changes? Now, again, Georgia and yeah, LSU, I think something's going to change. Five change. Um, I, I, I do think LSU wins. I do too. You I do? think that eliminates yeah. Georgia. Yeah. So I think the top okay. three will stay. Whether they and I know people mm-hmm. won't hear this with Clemson, but I think because there's nobody else to put in that spot, mm-hmm. I think Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson are in. No matter what happens this weekend, and Clemson would be the only one that would be right. if they lost would be on the bubble. So if 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 Utah wins and they beat Oregon and Oklahoma beats Baylor, who get who gets in? Oklahoma. According or Utah? to the college football playoff rankings, it's got to be Utah. It's got to be five. Utah because yeah. they the committee put them at five right. last night for but, some reason. But if they know, win and somebody drops out, they should be in it. Right? But here's the I, weird thing, guys, and this is change? what they this is what the college football playoff ranking committee has said. It's not. It's week to week. It's not. It's and I not, will say this: when so, you're playing, so this week they could be ahead. If but you're an Oklahoma Baylor, I mean, it depends on how they look playing. Well, you got to look at this too: the championship game. You've, you're playing Oklahoma or Baylor is playing a six or seventeen Correct, versus yeah. who Utah's playing, which is thirteen. Thirteen. So yeah. that may weigh that may factor right. in a little bit. But yeah. again, Oregon made it to the championship. So yeah. to me, it's apples and apples at that point. Yeah, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rick and Bubba Show. We are live. Well, Amik could spend it any time. Any time. You never know. Twelve working days of Christmas starts tomorrow. Buffalo Wild Wings here today to present another charity charge check, bringing food as well. 
just a lot of fun. Christmas season is here. Uh, next week, two live performances, uh, one from Three on a String and one from Act of Congress next week as we inch closer to the big year ender, December the 20th. Little P still working on uh, her Vote Trump song. <laughs> Little uh, P. That's there. Of course, the uh, annual uh, appearance from Kevin Derberry as we try to sing Christmas carols hey. as a staff, which is a train wreck. How about a duet with Kevin Derberry and Little P? Yeah. It's, a duet. Yeah. It's funny going over Super Tom, who's a professional, talking yeah. about Little P. It was just kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, all of that is on the table, and we thank Ooh. you for being with us uh, here today. Uh, as we take a look and just kick things off. That's why it's called the kickoff hour. We skim the surface here of some stories uh, that are out there today uh, here on the old Rick and Bubba show. Hey, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, we were talking about expanding our vocabulary and those type things. So, you know me, I'm going to see what I can do here. But I went to that um, Mm -hmm. Merriam-Webster website. Yeah. And they got a place you can sign up and you can get a word of the day come to your email. So I did that and I was looking (laughs) at it and I was just scanning through the email this morning. And it gives you a little list of things to read, like people are reading, and it gives you articles. Uh-huh. Yeah. And one of them caught my attention because I didn't know the answer to this. It says, why do we say teams get a buy? I thought, okay, well, I've always wondered that. I've won- I wondered why they use that particular term. You get a buy. Mm-hmm. It said in sports, buy refers to a term automatically advancing to the next round of a tournament play without competing and bye week refers to a scheduled off week for a given team. Well, we know that part of it. The term is not related to goodbye. Some people think that, by the way. I didn't think that. I didn't either. But instead, believed to be an alteration of by, B-Y, as in team is standing by. See, I thought it meant bypass. I didn't, see, I didn't, I didn't. And I guess it probably, in that, in mm-hmm. that alteration, it probably could. Um, but uh, because it says that later on in here, it says to play later or bypassed while other teams play. One early sports sport to feature a bye is uh, coursing. The bye spelling is like influenced by an existing term from cricket. In which Never a mind. wicket keeper oh, misses boy. a ball. I got hit. I'm looking out the window so, now. So, oh, but you lost but me you got but you got the the point yeah. of um, that. And so I didn't know that. And it, and it and it, you know what it, else this makes me think I need to read more because I mm-hmm. I was able to figure yeah. that out in 30 seconds because I clicked on an article and actually read it. You know where else you I need can get to a read word? more? Period. You know where bottom else line. you can get a word of the day? Where's that? Gas station TV. They uh-huh. they put when you're pumping gas, they'll uh-huh. give you a word of the day. Okay, they will. They'll show you how to pronounce it, what the meaning is. Does it every time. Word of the day. I bet you do pump a lot of gas. Yeah. Do you remember the last word of the day you heard? No. Okay. That's that's how much I pay attention uh-huh. to. Do they give you uh, like a little news clip and a little sports clip yeah. and then a word of the day? Yeah. I've seen them. I just I don't come in contact with that much. You don't pump, pump a lot of gas? Well, I do, but it's right here and they don't have it. Oh, much. they don't have it. Gas station TV? You know me. I don't get out of my five-mile radius. That's true. You get a little nervous. If I go to Alabaster for the in-laws, I feel like I've drove to Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? You get a lot off gas station TV. Yeah. By the way, the word of the day today is coup de gras. Coup de gras. Okay. What's yeah. that mean? I've heard it. The coup de gras. You're the. This means well, like you're the big deal. You're the the. No, ex- no, it's not the it. Coup de gras. The coup de gras is um yeah, it is. a death blow or death shot administered to end the suffering of one mortally wounded, or a decisive finishing blow act or event. Decisive. Mm-hmm. Coup de gras. That was. I hear people say that all the time. Yeah, I got it. I've never used it. I'm gonna use it from this point on. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, 
I tell you that right there was a coup de gras. That uh, I maybe. tell you what, the twelve men on the field was a coup de gras. There yeah. you go. That's it. <laughs> that's how you say it. That's exactly. I guess exactly how you central. use it. Oh, mama. Uh, um, I, so, I may like this little thing because yeah. it doesn't give you words that are just ridiculous you'll never use. Right. You know what I mean? And it turns out I've got a couple stories I can read in a few minutes that actually will give me some little intelligence. There you go. Uh, it's it's kind of funny because like what Greg said, you know, I'll see things and I'll go, oh, man, that's cool. I need to remember that. And then I won't. You know, I'll forget. Yeah. Oh, like, I like you can't time. remember the words you learned at no. the gas pump. Um, I can't. Uh, th- this is big news here, though. And something that's kind of funny uh, to talk about. It's it's like Michael Jordan retiring the NBA and Donald Trump quitting Twitter. Willie Nelson has quit smoking pot. I saw that. Have you? Well, heard? you know, we were talking about how he couldn't breathe when he was trying to sing on that show the other yeah. week. Remember? Yeah. But now that probably didn't keep him from an edible. Yeah. But Snoop Dogg's calling him, going, "What are you doing?" Yeah. What's uh, up? But uh, anyway, he said that he uh, has abused his lungs and quit yeah. uh, in the past. Uh, and. W- Rick even talked about um, on the, uh, was it Country Music Awards? I think it was, CMAs, uh, how he was having a tough time breathing on stage. And he did say yeah. he did say that the breathing has is, is become a little bit more difficult these days. Uh, and he has to be careful. So the 86-year-old says he does not smoke anymore. Yeah. Uh, so his favorite pastime of lighting one up, Doobage gone. Doobage is out. Willie Nelson, no will, longer token. Will he stay with it? Oh, he'll just eat them gummies. You think? Yeah. <laughs> eat those gummies. Yeah. I, I guarantee you he ain't, he ain't stopping that. He does have a another solution he can move on to. What do you think? Well. I mean, that's, I yeah. mean I'm just saying that's a, that's a good – he didn't say he wasn't going to stop eating mm-hmm. the brownies and gummies. Yeah. He just said he was – He wasn't smoking anymore. He wasn't going to smoke anymore. Th- those can't hurt his lungs. That's right. Um, and you've seen his teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so where do you think one of the most famous – places on uh on this old planet that he smoked pot before he's because he smoked pot everywhere oh right? i saw it i'm not gonna say but I, I know the answer i saw an article the uh the roof of the white house he claims who had to be during the clinton years had to be he had to be well, it could have been obama he might burn one down well good true oh wow we smoked cigarettes i just didn't I he might have moved on in. into that too you don't know yeah. So he's allegedly smoked weed on the roof of the White House. <laughs> has could, credit- hey, as old as he is, it could have been Kennedy. That's a good point. You're right. Yeah. It could have been a long list of presidents. Right, right. He's ancient. He's so old. 86. Uh, he is, um, his personal stash of weed has been so uh, popular it inspired Toby Keith's song, uh, I'll Never Stop. I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. Okay. So how about if, you've, if, if, if you smoke weed and that's so much your thing, and you've had a song written about it. You probably need That's to look a lot back. Of weight. Yeah, no yeah. wonder your lungs aren't right. Aren't working right, very well. right. I'm just saying. Mm. I mean, that's that's pretty powerful there. But Willie Nelson, they say, has stopped smoking weed because of health reasons. He said at one time he credited uh, smoking weed to saving his life. So at eighty what, something years old, he figures enough's enough. Enough's enough. I can't breathe. It health concerns are so much. I just got to stop. All righty. I want to know the president. I do too, so badly. I do too. Eight six six. Now he didn't big. say he smoked it with the president. No, he, he just said, said it at the White House. Right, right. Uh, but I want to know what president yeah. was in office. Yeah. I, I also, I also want to know, hear from anybody out there today that has smoked weed with Willie Nelson. Okay, and you know what else oh, I want to know? You, you know what else I want to know? All right, as someone that has, and I know y'all going to ooh me, had gone to the White House in the la- within the the Trump presidency here and gone through oh, the security got, measures. Guess who got left here? Hey, the two jugheads. Yeah. Hey, the dog. 
that that sniffs your bag, and yeah. you basically just have to leave your bag and say they say, hey, now when we're done, we'll let you know. And you come back to your bag, and it's all a mess where the dog's been all up in it. it. How how does Willie get dr- how does he get pot in the I White know, House? Which good, tells well, me somebody in there slipped it to him. You know, Speedy, that's a good point. I mean, because it could have stuck if, up his anus. Like they do when they sneak it into prison. It's wrong with you. They, they do. We get that, Greg. I bet that's how he did it. I bet he got it from whoever was in there with him. What, 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 Can't believe you said that. <laughs> that's how they do it. I, I know, love. Greg. I love, I love so you. early in the morning. They didn't do that. Let me take you in. You ready for, to me, for me to take you into his world? He, <laughs> By him saying anus, he thinks he's cleaned it up. I know. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> say, say he, thought, <laughs> he thought, well, this is this will be better. Yeah, I'm going to be more professional. <laughs> well, we all know, unless they did a cavity search. Yeah. Right. All right, I don't think that's that intense, is no. it? You were there. Brag but, about it. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that you had to go through, of course, metal detectors, and they, they check you out. But if you're carrying any kind of bag, I mean – they're going through it. So my question is, how did he get pot past security? I don't know. Speaking of anus, you seen this Josh Brolin story? <laughs> oh my just God! Go Have you seen break. Uh, Have you just seen go it? break. All right, I'm just going to talk through him. Eight six six. You think if I big. sign him up for the word of day, he'll look at that instead? <laughs> Everybody wants to weigh in on this. Don't go anywhere. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at CandidCo.com slash Bubba. You know, uh, oh boy, holiday pictures are here. Uh, we, I know we all got through Thanksgiving with them. I get it. But if you are, you know, I don't know, just a little self-conscious about maybe your smile, your grill, and you want to have some straighter, brighter teeth, uh, Candid Code can help you like they've helped others. Treatment takes about six months on average and costs 65% less. An experienced orthodontist who is licensed in your state creates your treatment plan, then shows you a 3D preview so you can see how your teeth will look after you're done. So check it out. Uh, in the season of giving, uh, they're donating $25 to each aligner purchased to smile train so uh that's a lot of great stuff happening right now at candyco.com slash bubba not only can they help you they're helping others that's candyco.com slash bubba when you go there you're going to get 70 dollars off uh so check them out right now at candyco.com slash bubba that's our discount for you 75 dollars off or you can find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button all right so we are rolling back uh getting set up for the day, and boy, let me tell you, you are helping produce this hour, and the phone lines are jammed. Uh, we had a one or two drop out, so just a few lines available. Everything else is ready to go here. Let's go to David in Selma. Oh, I'd love to know how the deer are moving right now. David in Selma is, uh, where'd he go? There he is. He's standing by. David, what's up, man? Not much. Uh, I'd like to know how do you go about telling your great nieces and nephews, or should you leave that up to the parent? About Santa Claus being real or not? Oh wow! This is hey, all topics on the table. First of all, I, 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 I what are y'all talking about? Uh, so you're just saying? I mean, Santa's real. Yeah, I, I don't what know. What is this guy even talking about? Yeah, I, I, that's kind of what I've always told my boys. You know, if you, if you don't believe, you will not receive. So what I'm in just the telling world? you. 
So I mean, I don't know what you're even. David, talking about. I would I would simply say and if this. Kids are listening, David. Sorry, David. Don't know what he's talking about. But right. David, I would say this: <clears throat> any discussion that you want to have with your nieces and nephews mm-hmm. that should probably need to be handled by the parents. Yes, yes, most. So I, I, I agree whatever with that. the topic yeah. is. Yeah. Right. I, which I don't know what you're talking about here because yeah, I, I believe in Santa point. Claus. That's a great point. I okay. Believe, I believe, but I believe, I believe, I'd, I'd let the parents win. deal with their kids. There That's what I'd do. Hey, Uncle, keep your mouth shut. Right. Let's Stay go to Mike. He's in Montgomery. Mike, what's up? Mike. Big build up, right, Mike. There he went. Uh, let's go to RJ in Ozark. RJ. <laughs> Hey, I know which president Willie smoked with. Who you got? He had to. He had to smoke with Obama because some of the crap he come up with when he was in office, he was ah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, Clinton I smoked did. it, but he didn't inhale it. Remember right. that famous <laughs> that famous statement? Uh, I don't know what that was. Let's go to Greg uh, in Mississippi. What's up? Hey, morning. Hey, hey, boys and girls, this is another good reason not to start smoking pot because <laughs> someday if you're famous. Greg may talk about what you put in your anus. <laughs> well, <laughs> he, so, I'm just a, saying he could from have one snuck Greg it in there. to another. He could yeah. have snuck it in there anyway. I tell you, Willie though. It, I mean, he's 80 something years old. and He finally said, "Hey, this is enough." Right. So I don't know if this is quite the cautionary tale that it should yeah. be. But what, what, what if he we, passes away like two days later and we find out that's what he couldn't live without? Oh wow! Yeah. You know how people yeah. do no, they retire right. and yeah. then they die like a week later because yeah. yeah. they they were coaching. Sure. And, they just they they retired and they went on they in. They went their passion. Exactly. Yeah. What if this happens to Willie? What Good if we have an article in a couple of days where he went on in and because he he couldn't handle it. Right. He needed the yeah. ganja. <laughs> or the fact he's eight, peace pipe. Four years old. Yeah. Could be that. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's go to Donnie in Cleveland. What's up, Donnie? Hey. Good morning, Doc. How are y'all? We're great. Hey, uh, last segment we went from word of the day to huh. William Nelson smoking huh. weed to Obama smoking cigarettes. Right. Reminded me of a phrase back from the 50s, which I think will relate to Obama. What'd he say? what I think he said? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. I know you were you were you didn't know what he said. Yeah. So you your initial like thought was did he say that? Yeah, and, surely not. He's not that dumb. That's why I said just go ahead and hit it right. cuz he did. He certainly said it. <laughs> right. Certainly yeah. said it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> going to stare at y'all for a second. <laughs> like actually doing that other butt story is, is better than what that happened. Is. We thought Greg would be the only one this hour to say so anything say that, that would uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you draw lines. That's a fish. I thought I was being noble. <laughs> I tell you, right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to. Uh, I want to hear this one. Jeff's in Glencoe. Jeff, what's up? Hey guys. Hey, by the way, I've seen two deer all night. They ought to be moving all day. <laughs> but in about 1981 or 82, I was sitting in a pine thicket in Cherokee County, Alabama. The tree was about 50 foot tall. And just all of a sudden, I, I see something above my head, and I look up, and there's a F-4 Phantom fighter jet right over the top of my head. Never heard him coming. And that thing went right over the top of my head. That knocked me out of that tree. Scared me to death. <laughs> We're all still looking at each other. Okay. This is what uh, I love about you phones. You just never uh, know. You never know. It's you your never hometown, know. hometown, by the way. I know. I, know. Uh, I guess he was just thinking about that. Yeah, I guess so. Bill's in Dothan. Bill? Hey, did you guys catch anything about Garth last night on uh, A&E? His oh, no, I was no, wanting I to watch that. Gosh, I did I didn't. was wanting to watch it, but I didn't know when it was coming on. Huh. 
it was absolutely uh, it was awesome. I'm a Garth guy, and it was it was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I saw the article about the interview him, his ex wife, his kids, and all this stuff. Mm. Uh, surely they'll show it again. I guess right. you know how they do. There was this click through article yesterday where the headline made you think that Garth was just. Just yeah, devastated, couldn't believe it. something his daughters did, and it really wasn't that much. No, he was it. just saying, "Wow, I didn't think they would." You know, he wouldn't act no. like it was a negative. No, but the article made you think that. Yeah, uh, the headline: Richards in Athens. Richard, what's up? Uh, yeah, I seem to remember reading an article years ago that say that whole Willie Nelson fiasco was during the Carter administration. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, we've I- gotten several emails saying the same thing and saying that he actually smoked it with Jimmy Carter's son. Oh really? Oh wow! Yeah. We really get it wasn't Billy. You remember his brother Billy, yeah. uh-huh. who always drinking beer and carrying on. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, you know Carter. He had relationships like the Allman Brothers. All these like yeah. Southern rock mm-hmm. bands supported him and all. I didn't know that because I was a kid and didn't care. Sure, but I was watching something on that and like they played like concerts yeah. during his uh, you know campaign and stuff. Huh. Do you think that if you're the if you're in the administration, okay, let's say for instance uh, us three are going to the White House today, okay. They're going to get the there? White House. We're flying private, oh, okay. but the the White House is going to reach out to everybody and say, "Hey, what's these guys like to eat? You uh, know, the, hey, yeah, get right, them some right, Buffalo right, Wild Wings. Right, you know, yeah. they do that charity charge <laughs> every month, and B-W- we know B-W- they B-W- like, like that. So yeah, let's have, they ask us to bring ten. Let's so have no. Let's have some of that waiting on them when they get here. Do you think for Willie Nelson, they say, "Hey guys, Probably. we got to have mm-hmm. some. We got to get some marijuana in here." Like that's, I mean, yeah, if you just, think about it, that is his. That's what he goes to. Mm. He's known for it. He's never shied away from it. Even that's I know good, it's legal in some states now, but for many years it wasn't legal anywhere. Yeah, and Willie right. was just known for it, and everybody was good with it. Yeah, burn one, Willie. Burn. So it. I mean, if you're wanting to to roll out the red carpet yeah, for Willie, right, yeah, right. You bring that's you what have you marijuana. Would, you would have marijuana yeah. sitting there for him to have, and you'd ask him to go to the roof. Yeah, yeah. the devil's hey lettuce. Willie, something's up. There and the for left, you. they they're all about. The ganja. Do you think somebody said, look behind the second air conditioner unit on the left? <laughs> yeah. You know how they got it in there, don't you? <laughs> How's that? Well, you know. Oh, well. Told you earlier. Well, yeah. yeah. Greg, just don't, don't. Yeah. Don't, hey, don't. you get up to the Lincoln bedroom, look in that little box there on the left. Yeah. That's where Top it's drawer. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, not the cigars. <laughs> That's where it is. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm so thankful we didn't get to that other story. So Greg, you can continue yeah, to we'll say get the to word that, the big show. that he wanted to say. I know how a woman continue feels. You're doing nothing but staring at my logo. <laughs> I, I like it. Huh? That's a good looking pullover. I really like that pullover. I thought I'd have the you, sharpest you pullover get, on today, you, and I don't. Get your buddies one since you're the voice. Yeah, of the <laughs> UAB that's a great point. You'd, you'd think, think you'd, that we were all I'm not the voice. Let's be clear about that. Well, something like it. Bubba Rick and Bubba. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Hello, Rick and Bubba Show. Brand new hour. Six minutes past. We thank you for being with us today. Much to do as we ease forward. We'll start this hour with a national anthem. Our national anthem today, Jennifer Hudson.
It is uh, nine minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We have much to do going forward on the program today. And, man, there is a lot to get excited about tomorrow. Tomorrow, the 12 working days of Christmas begins. Gift number one is coming your way on tomorrow's program. And the only way that you have a chance uh, to receive gift number one or any of the 12 working days of Christmas gifts is to be listening and or watching the Rick and Bubba show live. So if you're not a person that normally catches the Rick and Bubba content live, you got to work a plan uh, for the next 12 working days starting tomorrow. We'll go 12 gifts in a row all the way to the big year ender coming up on December the 20th. Uh, we'll go on vacation for two weeks. We'll come back in January and we'll celebrate year 26 of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, Also today, Buffalo Wild Wings will be here. We'll hand out another charity charge check to Toys for Tots today and tell you when your next opportunity presents itself to benefit a great charity uh, or ministry uh, and uh, just by eating delicious food from participating Buffalo Wild Wings. So that'll be coming up today. Uh, The new, uh, the the last regular season ranking, you heard that on kickoff hour if you were listening to that. Uh, is out, and we'll talk a little bit about that today. Stories, your phone calls, Will of Meat Could Spin, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy have already given you that kickoff hour. They're here. Adler also working on the YouTube option with Osama Big Noggin alongside him. Uh, Hash Brown Hero uh, takes phone calls, both students at Rick and Bubba University, earning degrees in common sense, common sense now deemed a superpower. Across the way, there he sits, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, most of you know him better as the Silver Tongue One, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Singing, working, at, at Christmas. And you too, Bubba. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be blue. Yes. It'll be just thinking. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be about you. Yeah. It'll be decorations of green, green, green Christmas tree. It'll be, it'll be, it won't be the same, dear. It's amazing how he plays the guitar with those little hooves. And when those be blue, it's it's it start falling. Merry Christmas, everybody from the Rick and Bubba show. When those be blue, in the memory, it's it start calling. Hey, take it home. You'll be doing all right with your quick I'll be a white, it'll be a blue, it'll be a blue, 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 You'll be able to do it all right, right yep. 
Rick, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'll tell you, when you start an hour like that, you're ready. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yep. You know, we used to try to find the origin of that. Oh, and, my You know, gosh. it was a long hunt, and there's two or three different stories. Oh, and it's... You know what? But it really doesn't matter, and I don't even want to go down that trail today. That's just funny. Right. I don't care right. who did it when it was done. I, I don't either. That's it's just a, funny. I don't know who the guy is. We've had multiple, like yeah. you said, and I don't remember them even, but I like it, and I love it. And I'm thankful. You know, we're never we haven't we're, we should be thankful for. I don't know who the person was because during those times, that quality of a recording on a radio show, I mean, the person got it down on a pretty good quality recording, yeah. and, oh, and, yeah. and and we yeah. all got it. Yeah, you know. So I'm, I'm thankful for whoever that person is. You know, that person goes overlooked every year. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot more common now. Oh yeah, uh, in the digital age, but then it, it wasn't. But whoever did it. And whatever show it was, great job. Yeah. Do you remember when we used to try to rec- you do an air check on a cassette? Oh yes, yeah. yes, Rick. I I have boxes of them now. Yeah. I'm, you know, trying to move them back to uh, the digital world. Oh, uh, the volume is unbelievable. Well, I remember thinking to myself, well, technology. I don't. Even, I remember thinking because you know you're from the engineering world, so these these things that were like to me miracles. Right. You knew what was going on. To me, they were miracles. You know what I mean? It was like, I don't have any idea who came up with this, but what a brilliant idea. And so when Bubba and I, you know, we went, you, know, you probably can tell by the way we talked that we right. started the Sock Rocking Jocks. Right. Absolutely. And because uh, we sound so much like them. But, yeah. but anyway, so the, to air check, you would normally, when it first started, every, you would just, every, you would just run and you'd have songs and then you try to find your breaks. And, and when I say breaks, when you would talk. Right. Well, then I remember the first day I came in, somebody said, oh, just when you cut the mic on, the recorder starts. Right. You air check. And and you you have a a designated cassette recorder for that. And you turn off (laughs) your mic, and then it It goes off. So all it records are your breaks. And I remember thinking to myself, well, who in the world could come up with that? Right. Who's the Uh, person that can make my microphone go on start that cassette? (laughs) Who? The innovation behind that. And, Rick, this is a little – I I thought that was Elon Musk of its day. You know what I mean? It was. It was. And and let me tell you another funny part of that. There was like one – very, very, very expensive cassette recorder that did it right. Okay. That you could go and plug in a, a, what we call a dry switch, dry right. relay. Yeah. And you could start and stop the record function, and it did it right. Most of the time, we had to, to rig it. That's what I was afraid Okay. Of. Yeah. And when you rigged it, you had to leave the cassette recorder. This is really inside old stuff, yeah. but we're just having a little well, fun Well, I'm enjoying here. it because as me just being stupid talent, right. I just thought it was a miracle. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to cover. <laughs> tomorrow we're going to cover the triple decker cart machine. Oh, uh, with the sequence in it. Uh, oh, buddy. Like, so, so Rick, the we had to go in and, and basically rig the cheaper ones because nobody could afford that right. one. Because I mean, it was like two thousand oh, dollars, and yeah. people went, "What? Are you kidding me?" Oh, yeah. So we had the cheaper ones. You had to leave them in record, and then when you started the mic, it would start recording, but it didn't have a dedicated start and stop. That's the stop. So it would speed up and slow down when you did the recording. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Because it it didn't have what we call backspace edit in it, which is what you would be required to get rid of that. Easy, black shirt. And that was a video term. Right. Uh, And (laughs) and that's why you sometimes, when you (laughs) – when you're videoing something and you, you go back and you look at the thing you videoed right before that, it cut part of it off. But anyway, I won't go into that. So 
But if you remember, it had a and a at the the beginning and the end of it, which kind of ruined it when you were listening to it. You talking about that wasn't in there? When I popped it into my cassette player to hear that air check on the way home. And Rick, do you you recall? I mean, now when we edit, it's a couple miles clear. Oh, guys, y'all back in those days, y'all don't know. You had to you had to mark. Oh, mark the tape, pull it out to a splicing block with the, with the angles on it, remember? Yes. Cut it, tape it, put it back together, and hope it was right because there was no undo. Guys, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. I mean, this. So there's no telling what's ahead. Oh, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two minutes now past the hour. Merry Christmas from the Rick and Bubba Show. Pooh Bear, a little chilly. <laughs> Pooh Bear's a little long sleeve black. Not long sleeve black. Not enough for little Pooh. We <laughs> baby Frank chilled. <laughs> baby Frank got to get a little vest. He doesn't even care if it looks like he works for NASA, but it's really Kevin Derryberry's. I don't know why Kevin Derryberry Ministries went with that logo. It, it looks like it, he's he's like it's like Derryberry and NASA have got yeah. together for a logo. Uh, but anyway, so um, as uh, we make our way back, don't forget uh, all the things that we mentioned, but also today, Wednesday Bible Study back uh, live on our YouTube channel at noon. It'll be archived soon after, and there'll be links on all of our social media platforms. So uh, also, Will of Meat hasn't spun, uh, so it could spin at what? any time uh, as well. And I know Greg's kind of, uh, I can tell he's trying to work a plan you know, on the, on the Will of Meat today. Well, y'all keep hiding my drumsticks from me. Yeah. Now, well, Greg, you know, remember what I said about Greg, I have people that just... They all want drum. They want the drums. Well, remember what I've said, and, and being someone who's played on the drums oh, myself, the person that is loving a, a drum solo without a band and drum activity without a band is only the person it who's is. actually playing the drums. It is. <laughs> it is. Now, the person behind the drums, behind that kid, is, is having a blast. He's having time. <laughs> so, anyway, and did y'all notice the other day, I didn't want to bring it up. Did you notice the other day that? Then I thought Eddie Van Adler maybe was a little heavy on the drums on song two, and I, and his his parents cut their eyes at him when he was double kick drum bass. When, when he, I mean, when he he came in and it took wasn't over. that. I think it was the volume, and he can't yeah. help it. He got yeah. caught up in. He it. got I caught understand. up in it. Let me tell you, I've never seen a little town of Bethlehem be interrupted yeah. like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, when they were doing the sound check, yeah. I did hear I did hear Adler one time say, "Do I need to get another pillar mm-hmm. for the bass?" Mm-hmm. And uh, him and Tom were having that discussion. So, yeah. but I think he just—I mean, he, he can, he can play it. lighter. But I think he got into it and, and spirit just wanted took hold to, of it. Yeah, I it, mean, and that's okay. If you go, I listened to it on the podcast. Maybe we should have done a little drummer boy. Yeah, I listened to it on the podcast to see if it was as loud on the recording uh, as it was in this room because you know they did uh, which this song. If you haven't heard it, and it's really popular right now, Waymaker is unbelievable. But when they decided to take Waymaker. And come and 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 interrupt little town of Bethlehem. Adler was the one who brought Waymaker in, and buddy, he brought it in, <laughs> and uh, he, he brought it in with a fury. And uh, and then, but like you say, before you know it, he's he's double basing and oh yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And this is the one thing I've noticed that his dad. Uh, I got a text yesterday that you know our big uh, at our home church um, here in Birmingham, which is where we do the show from. This Sunday is our big Christmas presentation. And I and I think Adler is is playing in that as well. And I got a text from his dad that he was bringing it in sound check. Oh, so I think he really, you know, we put him. Did you see Babylon B with a good one? Because you know, churches to try to keep the drums from getting out of hand, 
you know, if, if you're if you they don't, put it, you in a box, yeah, right they put you in that, that big glass in, thing in the cage. Babylon B says that they're pushing for cage-free drummers. Well, you got to have the electronic mix, right? Did you see the one I sent you yesterday? I I mean, I know it's parallel thinking, but I mean, their their big headline yesterday was that Mark Ruffalo denounces capitalism from a mountain of money. Yeah, and they've got him standing up on a big pile of money. <laughs> yeah, or this evil. Rick, there's there's some things that are so obvious. Everybody says. Yeah, it. you're right. So. Speaking about a mountain. All right, so uh, so we, we we got today's active. We got a lot going on, um, and so and, and I have to say it again, Bubba. I, I got just Hamzy addressed it yesterday, and doggone it, I got an email today as I started the show uh, from a listener named Heath. How in the world do I do I win the twelve working days of Christmas? Do I register somewhere? Oh what do my I? God. No, here, here, it I, here it is. I'll show it to you. It's not a made up. Uh, here know. it is. You Rick, gotta, it's in the first year we've done this. You right? got to listen. Know. We'll all be. Pelted, but y'all forget. Y'all forget the, the audience is massive, and there's a lot of people that come and go mm-hmm. and all I that. Get, kind oh of yeah, stuff. I get We're it. here every day, but there are people that come in and out of the loop, and we probably don't do a good enough <clears> job reintroducing the show right. a lot of times. Yeah, but. Um, it's on. a big world out there. It yeah. is. Big yeah, a lot of new listeners. Well, well, how do you sign up? But yeah. <laughs> so, nah. so anyway. Well, you're dealing with millions. I mean, that's a lot coming and going. By the way, yeah. I had a dream last night. I just realized. You ever have something prompt that you had a dream last night? Oh, you, yeah. I had a dream last night. For some reason, I'm in a hotel, and I'm actually discussing this with some sort of room of consultants or something, and I'm discussing that the So time- it was a nightmare? Yes. Uh, yes, 100% it was set up like a nightmare. And I was discussing that in the times that you, you know, Bubba, you, you and I, in the 25 years we've done this show, and then you and I did various other projects in radio, right. what, how many years before that? Maybe another? Uh, another two together officially yeah but like on even, even, even so that's 20 that's 27 with just you and, and me and if you if you go back and count the jacksonville state sports yeah. network in its very beginning yeah. when i was doing that and you were doing sideline that's even a little further but back. It, but if you and i said over here we have a body of work that is just radio right it's probably 30 years plus getting close yeah, yeah. Getting so close. so think how many things we've seen change we changed we mentioned a few minutes right. ago but i was making that comment to this group of consultants at a hotel and I was discussing, well, you know, the thing you have to realize is now it's, it's content and we have all these different ways that people hear the show. And I'm literally having a discussion with consultants or some people last night about that. But to your point, because of that, you have to kind of adapt. But there really is no other way to do the 12 working days of Christmas than just do it in the live show. There's just no other way. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so some of yeah. you that, like I, I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, you've you got to find a way uh, to get the show live, and and you can you can get it live as easy as you can go get archives. Right, I mean, there's all kinds of ways to do it right. on, on live. So so just uh, you could do the TuneIn app if you don't have an affiliate and you you can't watch on YouTube. You can watch on YouTube, or if you're fortunate, you have a Rick and Bubba affiliate, so everything's fine. Can, can I tell you? Sometimes we, we're talking about stuff that went on early in the radio world. I got to laughing the other day thinking about what a day was like. When I was doing an air shift at WPID in Piedmont, and and I was going to try to explain it to Hunter, and I, I go, I just, I can't even, I mean, they can't relate to yeah, this how, at how all. Can you, how can you even? You know, when you have the transmitter there in the room oh, with yes. you, and the big, the big red glowing tube the in there. Yeah, and you have to go over and take your meter, and it looks like a nuclear reactor in there, yes. you know, and you have your cart machine. It's just funny. It was probably killing us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs>
You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. You are here, moving in the midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. Everybody say it. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Come on with it. My God, that is who you are. Let's all sing it. Say Waymaker. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. All right, as we make our way back, uh, you know how it feels good. Actually, turned somebody else on to Relief Factor uh, this past week, and I know this seems to be a running theme. I tell you, who it was it was Michael Adler. Uh, he, you know, he's a hard worker. You know, all they got going on there at Shady Lane, and just mm-hmm. him preparing for this, and his back was bothering him a little bit. And I said uh, he was asking about ibuprofen, and I said, huh. look, I know you can use that in, in tight cases, but if you want something to use every day, as we get a little bit older and we still want to be active. Relief factor is the way to go. Now, it'll work for you no matter what age you are if, if inflammation is the problem. It's all natural. Uh, you know, in that same uh, – matter of fact, on Monday, uh, we went down to, to Godspeed where I tried to do a little better, and I had someone who was, like, very young uh, and said, hey, my husband – they're both young uh, – started using Relief Factor uh, after you told us to try that, and he's loving it and wanted to tell you thank you. So, I mean, everywhere you go, I, I keep getting another Relief Factor testimony. And and you might as well be the next one if you're not using it. It is all natural. Uh, it it is uh, it, unlike the over the counters, which they they certainly can serve a purpose, but they're not designed to be used every day because of the side effects. We know the opioid problems uh, when people get addicted uh, to prescription painkillers, they can be highly addictive. And and relief factor is not going to be the answer in every situation. But what if it is the answer? Then you then you have this solved all natural. It's something you can do all the time. And you get your life back. So if you want to try now for three weeks, for nineteen ninety five, Relief Factor is four botanicals, all natural. Uh, there's an omega-3, resveratrol, uh, curcumin, and icarin. Uh, you've probably heard about these four ingredients on their own. Uh, may I use the analogy Avenger again, the Avengers of information? Yep. So they're all in one pack. So get, you can get it for nineteen ninety five at relieffactor.com or go to rickandbubba.com, and you'll find it there under the sponsors. After three weeks of using it, you'll know whether it's going to work for you or not. All right, so I realize the kickoff hour discussed this a little bit, so if you're a kickoff hour person, you're now going to hear probably a similar discussion now with Bubba and I just in the middle of it. But uh, last night was the last regular season rankings uh, for the college football playoff. Uh, nothing changes, uh, but as you, as you set it up going into these conference championships, really the big story is the number four spot uh, because you're going to have – got Georgia, Utah, and Oklahoma and possibly – Baylor kind of fighting for that spot. 
Very and, important spot, depending many, on what happens over the weekend. And I do think Clay Travis made a great point that we didn't discuss in the kickoff hour, that if Georgia would not have lost to South Carolina, mm. the playoff would be set before the championship games were even played. I thought that was a fantastic yeah, point. If, if they were sitting there, and I believe that, too. If they were sitting there at 12-0, and 0, you'd say, here's our four, no matter, no matter what happens this weekend, they're still our four. Yeah. How about that? I, I do think too, and we've talked about this. I think Georgia is is the dangerous one in this because they've kind of sputtered on offense a little bit this year, hit and miss. But I think if they get it together, they could run the table on this. Now, now I need an update on Swift. Is he? It's, it's a it, good question. Yeah. I don't know because if he's hurt. Yeah, last time That's I different. saw he was laying on the turf, so yeah. I don't know. Can somebody uh, give me a Swift update? I haven't seen Dogs. any stories about it, but we'll double check. Um, so, and, and this is kind of interesting, too. That came out last night. We have Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia, as you mentioned, Utah, Oklahoma, Baylor, Wisconsin, Florida, Penn State rounds out the top 10. Then you have Auburn at 11, Alabama at 12. Uh, that one has uh, raised some eyebrows and some discussion how that will affect uh, the bowl situation. But there is a story out today, and I've, I've thought this is always interesting because I thought the BCS was pretty close the way they got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, the, the people who do the BCS poll, the pre-runner to the college football playoff, still do that. Their computer system, and they still do those ranks. They have the teams ranked in this order. Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma, Utah, Baylor, Florida, Wisconsin, Penn State at number 10. They have Alabama at 11, Auburn at 12. So as you go down the top 20 in this, no team is is further than three spots from what they are in the other poll. So they track very, very close. And really in the top 10, you only have Utah and Oklahoma flipped that I see that they have different – well, they have Wisconsin and Florida, Florida flip yeah. too at eight and nine. So they track very, very close to what the college football playoff system has them ranked at too. Were you surprised because of their resume? And I understand the injury to Tua Tungavaloa is big, even though Mac Jones played very, very well against a really good defense. I know the two picks were there. One of them I, I feel like was kind of created – uh, by the the edge rusher by Auburn because he he did what you do in that situation and just hope your back will turn around uh, and and he doesn't now the the uh, the first pick was was a terrible that was a mistake uh, but we we saw Tua Tungavaloa throw you know a very similar pick in, in the national championship game uh, back in January but anyway I was surprised they dropped all the way to twelve but I think the injury has a lot to do with with it and the defense Alabama's defense. Um, I mean, they they scored with a backup quarterback forty five points on Auburn's defense and lost hmm. against Auburn's offense that really had not done much against any any of the top tier teams. Uh, so I I think they got punished for that and rightfully so really. Uh, I, you know, it, so it's a it's a different world uh, that we're living in uh, with Alabama this year. But look, that's a great program. They they've been a premier program during oh, yeah. During modern football history, and they've got the kind of head coach that will say, "We got some problems, we got to fix," and he's the kind of guy that will fix it. Yeah, oh, so, absolutely. So anyway, but uh, that the, to have Alabama with that fan base and and ready to make some money for a bowl. See, I'd love to see Alabama if Oklahoma doesn't make it. I'd love to see Alabama gets Oklahoma. Oh yeah. Then we get. Then I know. Yeah, you then you got all kind of storylines. I know Tungvalu was hurt, and that takes a little bit of it out, but it would still be a cool game to watch. Uh, but Oklahoma may find that get that four spot if things fall into place. I don't know. You know, this is um, 
I, but as far I, as sports sports talk goes, this is boy. This there's not much time better than this right here. And Greg, oh, you yeah. were talking about how some of the shows have talked about Alabama's roster and all the future NFL draft choices, and will some of them play? Yeah, they were wondering today because this is the first time they hadn't been in the hunt that these guys that are either going <laughs> yeah. to the next level, yeah. Yeah. not playing, which we saw some do last year. You know, LSU had a couple, or the even guys with nagging injuries that will go ahead and, and get. Taken care of, rip, you know, have a little minor surgery to get that done. They, he, they were saying they could, he could get up into the double digits. Now, yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be, but they were looking at players for reasons not to play. They've never faced this decision <laughs> yeah. before, so no. it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But, and I understand for some people it is a business decision to do that. Um, but, but, big but, um, smelly we, subject. We've mm-hmm. all played sports. It, it would just be very, very difficult as a competitor to go to a bowl game. And or I guess if you're sitting out, you don't even get to go, do you? Um, and and to miss that experience as a college athlete, you're never going to get to go down that path again. It, for me, it would be extremely difficult to sit out and not play with my team for any reason. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it's a different, as you have said, though, it's a different time. People have done it, it and Alabama's never been in this situation, right. so you don't know how their players and coaching staff will react to it. Right. Yeah, I don't know what Saban's rules are. But Plus, even, the juniors and seniors on that roster have done it so many times prior. Yeah, but I, I'll tell Already. you, I will tell you, in the Saban era, uh, you know, you go back to the Urban Meyer Utah game and some of the <laughs> other games you've seen in the past. Alabama is a different team when they're not playing for anything, they just are. And I think that is what makes them great, is, but. It's a big letdown for them when they're not playing for a championship. I think for every team it's that way. Well, for them, it seems to affect them the most. I mean, some people are like, hey, man, win our bowl game, rah, rah, we're going to have a good season. Let's have a 10-win season. Yeah. And Alabama's like, if they've lost two games and they're not they're not playing for the championship, you've seen them lay a lot of eggs in those kind of bowl games. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's hard to get it's, up. It, it's difficult when you have higher expectations. Yeah. You've, you've seen that with several times. But I, I understand. I know you're supposed to play the game no matter what, who you play. But it, it is – it. It is an odd thing when you're in a game that doesn't mean anything, unless you're a program like when Central Florida's trying to say, we want to prove yeah. to everybody we yeah. can go undefeated. And they did. Well, that, and that they was did. the point. And they mean, made, they, you mean to tell me you think Auburn was up for that game? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not just Alabama. That was the, one of the games I had in mind because once you have aspirations and you think you're going and you have a chance to go and then you don't get to go, mm-hmm. it, it is very difficult. Mm-hmm. But I still think – I'm not talking about – you may not perform at the highest level, but and and again, all of us, I, I never see a scenario that you or Greg or Hams or Speedy would sit out a game um, because you're just gamers. You know, you just want right. to play. You love the game, and and I would be the same way. And a lot of money. I was going to say, I, I'll be honest. I'll speak for myself. I, I said I understand, but I put there, a butt in it. Okay, if I'm sitting there and I've got an NFL contract ahead. Um, and my mindset, too, is these bowl games that don't matter. That's the trade-off we have with the college football playoff is it diminishes the bowl games. And we've had that for mm. quite some time, even with the BCS. Yeah, yeah. But I use this, if I'm a coach, as a time to get in these other guys that I'm going to play next year and get them some big-time game experience. And I don't worry about the guys that don't want to play. And if I'm sitting there, I don't blame you for sitting there having an NFL contract waiting on you. The freak deal that happened with Tua happens more than we want to admit. And that could call that's going already cost him a ton of money. Yeah. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All 
All right, we're back. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba's show. Thank you for being with us today. The 12 working days of Christmas starts tomorrow. Gift number one, the only way you can win it is to find a way to be listening to the show live and then call and be the number caller that we asked for. By now in New York City. So get your plan together, gift number one, tomorrow. All right, so Lee out of Troy That's says he has a DeAndre Swift update because the Georgia game uh, coming up and Georgia getting into the you know, do they, do they stay in the four even if they uh, – they have to win to get to the four. I think we all agree with that. But that game looks a lot different if DeAndre Swift is uh, unable to perform at a high level. So, uh, uh, Lee, are you a Georgia fan? Uh, yes, sir. I'm, I'm originally from Georgia. Okay. I just moved to Troy uh, Understood. as a young child. So tell me tell me what the update is. What, what, what's the word? All right, he's been practicing since Tuesday. Uh, he is banged up left side, but he is prepared to go. Um, it kind of answers a lot of questions why he was carrying the ball. I don't know if you guys watched the, the game, but he was going to the left side carrying the ball in his right hand on that last fumble. He got hit on the right side because he didn't want to injure his left shoulder again. Mm. So apparently he's been playing with this injury since about the fifth game. Mm. So he is going, but that left shoulder, they say, is uh, Tender. Pretty, pretty banged up. Wow. So he's injured, but he's going to play. But, he's, he's, he, but you're saying he hasn't been 100% for a while now. But it got re-injured. Right. It got re-injured in the game. Yes, sir. That's why we've been running that three-back system where we're, where we're taking DeAndre after he gets about forty yards. We'll put in somebody else, and I'm so confused. But it does answer some questions with the injury. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that. Thank you. I appreciate that update. I, uh, I don't know if you've noticed a lot of teams that have won national championships in the past have a pretty good three-back rotation. Mm-hmm. They have the main guy. And he's going to get about every two series, and they're going to have the second guy that's going to work a series in there, and then the third guy will get about one a quarter, you know, and keeps them fresh. Here's what Kirby Smart said, uh, Lee, and this may it's it's similar to what you just said. Kirby Smart says he's been out there doing what we ask him to do. He's practicing banged up. He's a warrior. We expect him to go. The injury on the shoulder actually came earlier in the game, and he said that's why he was protecting it as well. So he had already gotten right. so so there you go so we'll uh, we'll see what happens uh, and uh, and you know it'll be one of those deals where I think LSU right now they're doing that thing you have to do they're 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 ascending they're they're not descending I mean they're getting better as the season goes I know yeah. Texas A and M is not a great team but what they did to Texas A and M that would have been an easy time to have some kind of hiccup. Uh, you know, because Texas A&M is not great, but they're good enough to beat you. Yeah. And but they just completely annihilated them, and going away as the last regular season game. I, I saw, and, and, a that's guy, imp- and that's impressive. I, I yeah. saw a guy breaking down basically the passing offense that LSU runs, and it's not overly complicated. But the beauty is nobody can stop them. They know what they're doing, but mm-hmm. they just can't cover them. And and the quarterback is just threading the needle, and uh, he's he's such a handle. By the time you you kind of get a good matchup, then he'll scramble and get a first down. It's just hard to stop all the weapons right now. They're really really working good together. Well, if you look at the offense at Alabama and the offense at LSU, they're almost identical as we saw when they played each other. Uh, but now, see, LSU's quarterback is healthy. He's accurate. He's got receivers that. If they're not as good, they're very close to being as good. Oh, yeah. They got a running back that's going all just going crazy. Uh, their defense again is not not as good as some of the LSU defenses of the past, but they're good enough uh, and athletic enough with an offense that's going to continue to put points up. 
So it's um, now can Georgia beat LSU? Absolutely, they can. Well, we said all but, along. We'll I, I think Georgia's a little bit underrated, and they have not showed us their shown us their best yet. Uh, Swift being beat up definitely will hurt Georgia, but. If they can put together long drives and keep Burroughs on the on the bench over there, like they we saw them do in the Auburn game, mm-hmm. uh, they can beat them. They absolutely can. Yeah, beat and them. and and Georgia's defense will be will be better than LSU's defense. Yeah. And it so, will basically. We'll I, I know LSU will travel well, but it, you know when you play in Atlanta, it's it's like a home game for Georgia, and they'll be they'll be rowdy. Well, I think LSU is better now than when they played Auburn. But if you look back, and I'm saying this because of the defenses, right? The defenses are similar. Um, you know, if if Georgia can do what Auburn's defense did and hold, you know, LSU to twenty four somewhere in 20 there, twenty or under, yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, unlike Auburn's offense, I think I, Georgia's offense is better than Auburn's. So, uh, so they they could they could win that game that Auburn couldn't quite pull off with that four point difference. And I think the Georgia offense has underperformed this year as a whole. But it's kind of like Greg was talking about the other day. You just think that that breakout game is coming, and maybe they're peaking at the right time. It's going to be a really good SEC championship game. I mean, it's a very intriguing matchup. Mm-hmm. So uh, does it does it get you when you get down to the end, uh, and we don't know who's going to end up in the four, but, boy, you really you really look over here and you, and you see that portal world. Is, I mean, you've got Ohio State, <laughs> Justin Fields, yeah. And you got LSU with Burrow, I know. Mm-hmm. all all transfers, yeah. and uh, there they are sitting at the one and two spot. Yeah, and uh, it's a it's a yeah. very and you got number five with the transfer. Yep. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the, so it's working out for a lot of folks. Oklahoma's uh, got a transfer, mm-hmm. and yes. uh, so, so did I see it, that one of Florida's quarterbacks had entered the portal? Did I did I see yeah, that? Yeah, I think was it the. Thirteen. Portal, what was uh, his, uh, oh, yeah, no, I, I thought he said that he. I, I don't know if he was in the portal. I, I heard a little news flash, and it was basically saying wrong. he's not coming back to Florida, and it, it could be that he enters the draft or he he tra- okay. he's not coming back. Who Frank's? Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, good for Florida. Yeah, uh, well, he had his moments. I've never been impressed with him. No, overrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look, Florida did a better job when they went to the backup. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he, yeah. the other guys really come on. He yeah. may not be as athletic as Frank's, but buddy, he's a gamer. Big, yeah, big and, guy. Yeah, but I mean, he get he, he seems to just play hard. Yeah, you know. So, so let me ask you this, and we'll we'll kind of wrap this up with this. I think the first three teams are in, no matter what. Okay, mm-hmm. um, unless something ugly happens, Georgia. If they win the SEC championship, would be in, and I think that would be set how they would stack up. Now they wouldn't stack them in, so LSU and Georgia would play again in the first round. I would round. hope not. Yeah. If if Georgia loses, I think they're out. Yep. And then yeah, who's going to get that spot? Is it going to be Utah, Oklahoma, or Baylor? Well, you know the Pac-12 championship is actually Friday night, so we'll know before Saturday who wins that one: Utah or Oregon. Yep. Top of the hour. Got to check the handout next. We'll tell you about that in your next shot at a charity charge as well. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.